You're listening to Comedy Central. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing, sir? How have you been? This is great. I love this. There there are a few people I know who who have had more jobs than you and excel at more jobs than you. I know many people who have had more jobs than you, but for a bad reason. I don't know many people who have had as many jobs as you have and just done well at that. I was one of those people, though, because at one point I thought there was honor in sort of matching James Brown and the hardest working man in show business. Um, Once I stopped doing everything, then a whole new world of magic opened that I never knew of. Uh And one of them is what I call storytelling or directing, which this definitely wasn't on my, my, uh, my bingo card back in 2005. But if you look at it, everything I've done to this point is preparing for this moment, this point. Because I mean, those 40 hours could go, the 40 hours of the footage that sat in the basement for five decades. Yeah, I still don't, wait, wait, let's let's just talk about that. I still don't understand this because nobody has seen all of these performances. Nobody has seen these moments. Nobody has seen what happened in Harlem in 69. I need to start with that. So how did you even begin to find 40 hours of footage of, it would be like, it would be like somebody now finding, hey, I found a, a, a concert was Jay-Z and Beyonce and like Michael Jackson and like, just like everyone. Right. And it I, was in a basement somewhere. I directed somewhere. this film and I refuse to believe it. I get word backstage at The Tonight Show that these two gentlemen want to talk to me about these uh, so-called Black Woodstock. And I was like, Black Woodstock? And well, I'm thinking of Woodstock and you're saying there was a black version of that? And then I was like, well, wait a minute. I'd, I'd like to think that I was a music expert or knew things. Yeah. Like, how come I didn't know that over 300,000 people gathered in Harlem for a collective six-weekend affair with Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonders, Last Stone, B.B. King, Mavis Staples. Like, how come I didn't know about this? And, you know, I was like, call another B. You heard of Black Woodstock and dinner? No, I never heard of it. And so... I don't understand how that's possible. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that it happened. So the very first meeting, I just thought that these two were trying to just scam me for like Tonight Show tickets or whatever. (laughs) That's what I thought it was. And then they came by the next week with a hard drive. And even then I was like, well, the footage must be bad or maybe Stevie had an off day or- Right, right, right. And everything I saw was magic. And to this day, the reason why, even when I agreed to do this, Mm At first, I was just going to compile, like, 17 songs. Yes. Wow, like a a mixtape, you know, that sort of thing. But the curiosity kept burning me inside that, like, the question I ask is, is is Black Erasure this easy? And that's the thing. I think oftentimes when, you know, when we speak of, like, Black Lives Matter or, um, you know, is that racist or not racist? I think people think of the most extreme definition of it. Like, in their minds, they're saying, well, I've never once hung somebody to a cross or castrated them right, or right, set right. them on mm-hmm. fire, so I'm not racist. But there's other, there's benign levels of racism as well. And even as sort of the, 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 sort of the dismissal of, like, well, we'll pass. You know, we're good. For a lot of people... 
their first view of us was either in blackface or mired in trouble or controversy or, you know, getting arrested, getting mm-hmm. hosed down. Mm-hmm. And, but black joy is the component that shows that we're human, you know? And this could have been that moment had it allowed been, you know, the spotlight that Woodstock had, had gotten. It was also a crucial time as well, you know? It's the summer of 69. So many things were happening in America. Right. You know, a lot was changing in the country. And I remember watching this. I, I had never seen it. I had never seen something like this. To your point, a lot of what you see from that time period is a, is a very one-dimensional view of black America. Mm-hmm. So it seems like black America has only existed in strife for a long time. Exactly. You know? and, ex- and, and only strife, I should mention. And then you watch this and you're like, man, this, this is, I, I couldn't believe the scale. I couldn't believe the party people were having. I couldn't, I was having, I couldn't believe like who was there and how they were there, who was performing and, and what it signified. When you, when you told that story, what do you think the significance of this event was? The, the significance of the event, at least what I got from it, was that this was a community trying to heal. And so for me, shall I say, a really beautiful uh, gander into the, the infinite possibilities of what a future is. You're seeing Stevie Wonder a mere two years before his, his genius period. You're seeing Nina Simone give one of her very first non-jazz, non-love song, non-Broadway musical performances, mm-hmm. like Nina Simone stepping into her activism shoes in real time. So you're seeing all these artists, but really you're also just watching the people. And that's the thing, like when I say like we were robbed of that, not just as black people, but the world to see you know, oh, family's just like mine. Being yeah. just like mine. Yeah. Happiness just like and that's and that's sort of the that's sort of the 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 the, the missing fiber element in telling our stories from the civil rights period right, that people right, don't right. know. You look at America's story over and over, it's such a giant country, you know, where if people don't have an interaction with the people on the ground, you don't know a black person, you don't meet a Hispanic person, you don't know, do you get what I'm saying? Right, you can yeah, get just knowing someone don't... at your job doesn't make right, you. Right. you right. And it, maybe you don't even. That's what I loved about this documentary, I think it's to, to what you're saying, is it showed a, a joy, it showed a normality, it showed a... There's just a human element that I, I didn't even know I was looking for, like, because I didn't know that this was gonna invoke some sort of emotion out of, of Merlin McCoo as mm-hmm. she's watching herself. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like you hosted Solid Gold. Like right. how do you remember this very specific show back then? But you know, when she started to really open up about code switching. Yes. And, you know, something that every black person relates to on the professional job. And even I needed to see that. Like, wow, even when you're the number one singing group in the world, like you still have to code switch and you still have to always be on guard and you're never comfortable and you know, you have longings for just love from your people. Right. Yeah. You, just, you just want to be accepted. I, I, I won't lie. I think, I think you deserve every award that this film has won and is going to win because... It's, Thank you. You know, you know what it is, man? It's, it's, the, it's telling a story from history that is lost. Mm-hmm. It's sharing a joy from history that is, that is lost. And I think it's something that people need today where you go like, hey, you know, yeah, we can fight. Here we can argue. Here we can, we can, we can deal with what we need to deal with. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, don't forget joy because that's what makes us human. So thank you, man. Thank you for being here. Well, thank, thank you for, for the documentary. Me. Thank you. Uh, I'm, now I'm going to watch it again. I watched the clip and now I'm back let's, in. Let's go watch right let's, now. Let's, let's do it right now. Break. Let's do it right now. All right. Some of so is currently streaming on Hulu and Disney Plus, and it will make its broadcast television debut February 20th.
on ABC. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Podcast. 